Hello and welcome to episode 246 of the In Squash podcast. I'm your host, Jerry Gibson, and today we are here with the Jackal World number six, Marwan El Sherbagi. Uh, he's found his form again most recently. Uh, winning in the last PSA event of the season there in the uh, at the Hong Kong Football Club, an iconic uh, venue that is. And this is his uh, third appearance, I believe, on the pod. And we talk about the successes that he's had uh, this season, and uh, which he says are much to do with recognizing the changes that he needed to make at the end of last season. One of those big changes was seeking out one of the all-time uh, greats of the game, Rodney Martin, to take over uh, as coach. And right away, uh, this paid dividends. We talk about the impact Rodney's had uh, on his game, both uh, in terms of the the, the uh, technical side and the mental side. We talk uh, quite a bit about that. We also get into his views on the current state of officiating. Uh, there have been incidents in just about every tournament where uh, there have been some some officiating issues, but that goes with with uh, every sport. And as Mar- Marwan uh, admits. Uh, <clears throat> The officials do their best, and uh, but he's just wondering uh, why the best officials aren't at every PSA event, and that, that that's kind of the gist of what we get into in terms of uh, our discussion on officiating. We also talk about uh, the success of his big brother, Mohammed, uh, and Mohammed's decision to become a Briton and represent England uh, going forward, and how this played out with the family, with him, and all the support that they gave him in making that decision. Uh, again, uh, this is Marwan's third episode on the uh, on the podcast, and it is definitely uh, the best one yet. A great chat with Marwan, one of the true talents uh, on the PSA Tour today. Now, uh, before uh, we get into that, though, just want to say a few words about our sponsor, Open Squash, the New York-based Nonprofit dedicated to bringing thousands of new people into the sport by making it more accessible and more affordable to everyone. That is the key to their vision. And one of the ways Open Squash fulfills this mission is through their Junior Scholarship Fund. And if you're interested in um, <coughs> donating to that, just visit their website at www.opensquash.com. Org, and you can see uh, the link to where they accept donations for their junior scholarship fund. Uh, Open Squash's primary vision, of course, is growing the game. And we just had uh, maybe five, six episodes back, uh, Executive Director Cleve Miller. And we're hopefully going to have him back on in the very near future with our Growing the Game panel, which we're putting together uh, right now. And... Um, <clears throat> Open Squash has brought on board several like-minded PSA pros like world number one Ali Farag, Nathan Lake, who was recently on the podcast and we talked a bit about Open Squash, Victor Croin, and also Gina Kennedy, who's going to be making a return uh, to the tour in 2023, and hopefully she's healthy and ready to roll. Uh, For anyone, though, right now in the New York City area, there's a holiday season junior squash camp led by former Brazilian uh, number one, Taisa Serafini and also former Pakistani junior champion Ashkar Abbas. And this junior camp runs from the 26th to the 30th to the 30th of uh, December. So check out the www.opensquash.org website in terms of there being any spots uh, left available for that camp. So that's the 26th to the 30th of December holiday junior squash camp uh, with opensquash.org. And now, episode 246, 
Really love talking to this guy, Marwan El Sherbagi. Enjoy. Hello, mate. How you doing? Yeah, yeah. Good to see you. Good to see you. Good. Are you driving? Good to see. Uh, no, no. Uh, my mom was, and uh, oh, I just okay. parked the car. She went to get a coffee. I'm meeting her up for a coffee visit. It's her birthday today, so I'm meeting oh. her up. For, I'm, I'm, I'm taking her out, basically. That's awesome. Happy birthday to, to your mom. Tell her the In Squash podcast. Wish her the happiest of birthdays. I will. I will, mate. Okay. <laughs> so uh, I'm a bit overdressed. Normally, I overdress for, for special guests. <laughs> you're at the, you're working. No, just, uh, I'm at the office today. but uh, <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but uh, uh, Marwan, it's uh, fantastic uh, to have you back on uh, the podcast. And uh, firstly, uh, you know, congratulations on your, your victory there in Hong Kong at the Hong Kong Football Club. Uh, that, what a great venue that is, by the way. And now is that it, is, this dust, a, is, this, is this a flag behind you? Uh, sorry? A plant. The, a flag, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's the UAE flag. UAE flag, yeah. UAE yeah. flag, yeah. yeah. That's the, the UAE flag. So you, you've been to uh, Dubai, I'm sure, the UAE. I've been, I've been. Yeah, yeah. You, do you yeah. live in Dubai, yeah? Yeah, that's right, yeah. You live in the embassy? You work in the embassy? No, 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 I work for, for a university here. Oh, you work at the university? Yeah, yeah it's oh, a yeah, time. Yeah. Oh, no. oh, nice, nice. Yeah, no, that's it? the UAE flag. It was actually uh, UAE National Day recently, so I had uh, several flags uh, okay. uh, around the office uh, here. But um, you enjoying living in Dubai? Oh yeah, I love it. Uh, especially this time of year, the weather is so. Uh, the weather is perfect. perfect. I landed in the, on my way back. I landed in Qatar from Hong Kong, and uh, we were outside for a bit just to get the bus, and it was actually very nice. It was perfect weather. So fresh, you know. Yeah, yeah. Qatar and Dubai are very similar. The the air is fresh. But uh, yeah. as you as you also might know, um, I'm not sure if you. I know Mohammed was here during uh, it was the PSA uh, the tour finals, and they were towards the end of the summer. I think it was like August or late. No. Yeah, yeah, we played world tour finals there three times, yeah. three uh, few times. Yeah, and it was ex extremely hot in the summer. Hot. It, it was hot. It was hot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's true. But uh, I was just going to say, uh, Marwan, a, a huge congratulations uh, on the Thanks, Thanks, Hong Kong Football Club Open. And, uh, you know, and now that the dust has settled uh, since your victory uh, there, uh, how does it feel uh, to end the year uh, on such a high, particularly uh, given you had a big win over the uh, – the incredibly talented um, Mezen Hisham. Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, it's good to finish uh, this year with uh, to by winning an event. Um, it, uh, uh, I mean, it's been it's been a you know, uh, I mean, it's it's been a very good start of the season, and I've reached four finals. Uh, I wasn't lucky in the first three finals, but I felt I was I was just getting I was getting close, you know. Uh, but um, yeah, I was really happy to win my fourth final, my fourth final finally, and uh, it was important for me to win this. Important for me to win uh, the Hong Kong Open after losing the, you know, the first three finals, and uh, especially after the disappointment of the previous week at the Hong Kong Open. So uh, uh, you know, I had to push mentally uh, hard to win this event, but. Uh, 
But uh, you know, I'm glad I won it. Uh, I've been playing well, and I feel like I was, uh, you know, I was, uh, you know, I played, I played solid to win this event. I had to be solid to win this event. Yeah, I think uh, just before the event as well, I think uh, it might have been on PSA, uh, uh, the PSA website. Uh, they asked you uh, about the the final, and, the, and you said, "Yeah, I better win this one." Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> you know, I mean. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, I said I better win this one because it's uh, you know you know losing the final losing finals is not a, a good thing and you don't want it in a way to become a habit uh, that you reach the every final and you lose every final. So uh, um, you know I wanted I I wanted bad I wanted to win this one badly. Uh, I mean I was a bit tired of losing the finals and you know I had a good opportunity uh, even though I've lost to Madden the last couple of last of last couple of times we played um but i was so focused and um uh, and uh, yeah i mean I, I i thought i played well especially uh i mean i, I, I had as i said that uh, you know i had to be solid to win this event absolutely well the the second half of 2022 as you uh, just mentioned for you it's been impressive and also promising at the same time you reach the finals as we just talked about in several uh, big events the open to france net suite where you uh, you played your big bro and uh, the semis at the U.S. Open earlier on, and then also uh, capping it off with, with a win here. So uh, to me, it just seems to me uh, it's uh, it's great to see you playing uh, this well again. Uh, just overall, uh, what's your assessment uh, up until now? I guess with the, the end of twenty twenty two. I mean, uh, I mean, I mean. I mean, I, I've made a lot of changes. Uh, this, uh, you know, in the, in the during the off season, I started working with Rodney, and uh, it's, it's been, uh, I would say, it's probably one of the best. I mean, one one of the best decisions I've I've made in my life to be to decide. To, I mean, to work with Rodney. Uh, he just got me back playing uh, my best course, and he only did that in such a short period of time. We've only been on court, not not enough yet. Uh, but I feel like I have a lot to learn from him. Uh, I mean, he got my confidence back and my uh, my mo- my motivation back, and he he made me believe that I can beat uh, the, the top guys again. Uh, you know, I've, uh, and I've proved that uh, throughout the season. I haven't got uh, a win yet in the major event, but th- th- this is the aim this season to try to win any major I play. Uh, uh, I've been, I've been, you know, I've I've been, I feel like I've been getting closer and closer, and. Uh, and yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, I, I remember at the beginning of the season, I was playing, I, I was playing well, but I wasn't getting the result. But Rodney was kept telling me to be patient, and you know, um, you know, I started winning those match, uh, those big, those big, big points again, those big matches again. Um, and yeah, I feel like um, uh, you know, I'm taking a few days off now, and uh, uh, I'm gonna, you know, have a good uh, patch of training for the next half of season. Mm, yeah, you've got the holidays coming up, so uh, you know a bit of uh, rest time, maybe a bit of recovery time. You've played a fair amount of squash, so I would imagine uh, you you get a bit of rest and then recovery, and then back uh, back at it again, right? Yeah, 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 exactly. As you said, um, um, yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, I've, I've, I've played nine nine events since the beginning of the season. Uh, I think with the with the way the rules have changed a bit in the PSA World Tour. The PSC World Tour, they have changed the rules a little bit with uh, 
with the amount of tournament that you know you can play now you can play as many as you want uh, and so uh, uh, and uh, as a player I've, I, I've always liked the idea to be competing most of the time um, uh, and uh, I mean I, I like the idea to be competing and uh, you know yeah, I, I still to, of course try to find as much time to rest and to recover between the, between the events but uh, you know, I like the idea of being able to play as many tournaments as I can. And, uh, you know, I play, as I as we just discussed, I've played nine events, I've reached four finals. And uh, uh, I was happy that I was able to manage my rest, my break from event to, a, to an event and how I've built my confidence throughout the first half of season. Uh, I, I think I've, you know, I've managed it well. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, now, uh... I'd love, you know, eventually, I'd like to ask you a little bit more about your relationship with Rodney and how that's all played out. But before we uh, we get to that, back in May, uh, your ranking slipped to number nine. Right now, you're back up. You're right there. You're you're number six in the world. Uh, at this point, though, when you when your ranking did slip a bit, uh, I think it was in Squash Mad. R.J. Mitchell reported that uh, you quote unquote had fallen out of love with the game. Uh, that's what was written in the article. Is that an accurate assessment of how you felt at that time? And uh, you know, uh, what do you think caused that to happen? I mean, I, I lost a lot of motivation last year, last season. It was a big, uh, you know, it was a big year in terms of. Uh, you know, I've 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 lost a lot of matches. I've uh, I mean, I was going from, I mean, I've I was going from an event to an event, and from losing one to like in the first few rounds. Um, I mean, um, yeah, I mean, I mean, I, th I think overall it was it was hard to deal with. Um, it was really hard to push. I mean, I was pushing so hard in training, but then, you know, I would I would go to the event and I would still lose and. Uh, um, I lost a lot of motivation, and I, I felt I needed I needed to make a lot of changes at that time. And this is uh, this is when I started thinking about going to Rodney and spend a, a little bit time a little bit of time with him. Uh, we approached each other like I remember as I remember in uh, in Chicago last year at the Windy City Open, and we started on a, you know we made the plan that I was going to go to him in the summer and spend some time with him. And uh, uh, I've always so, thought that Rodney's way of teaching the game. Uh, I've always thought that it would. Uh, it would help me a lot. Uh, you know, I've always uh, enjoyed watching him play. I've enjoyed the way he hit the ball, he, the way he he, uh, he has taught uh, the player that he used to coach. I've always liked the idea and the concept of it. Uh, and, you know, I, I feel like if I've list, listened to everything he says, uh, I, I, you know, I, I think I'm, I, if I add those bits to my game, I, I feel like it was going to, you know, you know, make me feel you know, confident again on court um, because I started questioning a lot of things. I started qu questioning the things, you know, I, I, in a way, like I forgot how how to win matches. Uh, I forgot how to play the game, where, where my strengths were, how I used to, you know, manage the match and the game and each game and each point. So, uh, um, so uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, as I said, Rodney's, you know, way of hitting the ball and uh, getting into the right position every time and uh, uh, the accuracy of shots and uh, you know I, I've always feel I've had a similar concept of that game anyway and uh, and when I lost that I thought I would go to the best best uh, best coach to, who can teach that uh, 
So as I said, you know, I've only spent two, three weeks with him and I've already I've felt the changes on court and I've, I've felt it straight away. And, uh, you know, we go, we, you know, his sessions are, are so hard and so intense, but we, you know, we go through them with, you know, with a smile on our faces. We, we're enjoying the sessions and I think we're, we're, we're enjoying, I'm, I'm enjoying the working with him. Yeah, I was thinking about that uh, while I was preparing uh, to, to meet with you today. And I was thinking there there's a lot of, I'm not, I'd have to watch Rodney play a few more times uh, to, when he was back playing. But there are a lot, of, I think, similarities in the, in the way that you both play. I think he was a little more up-tempo with the way he hit the ball. But he was very, like, strong fundamentally, right? He he just he played really good length, moved really well, went for his shots. And that seems to be uh, the way you, you – I mean, you, you build your game around a really, really strong uh, fundamental uh, aspect of it. And uh, is that uh, kind of uh, some of the things like, like like is that the the things that bring you and him together, and he's able to help you a lot, even make uh, that part of your game uh, even stronger? Yeah, I mean, as I, as I said, he got, he got me back uh, to hit, to to feel like I'm hitting the ball pretty well again, and you know where I could, uh, you know, pressure my opponent. Uh, uh, you know, at, at the back, uh, and uh, I've always felt like I've had a good, accurate, deep game, and uh, this is where I lost my strengths a little bit last season. But uh, you know, slowly, slowly, like when I started working with Rodney, like I felt like I got those, uh, you know, my strength a little bit back again, and um, and yeah, I, I, I still feel like uh, there are certain areas of the court where players can can break me, and those are the areas that we're gonna start working on. You know. Uh, especially now that I've I've started, you know, playing with the top guys a little bit more now, I could start seeing like where I'm going wrong and what what I could do better next time I play them. And uh, you know, it's it's all a learning learning process. And and you know, in our game, it, things change very quickly, and you have to to adapt as well as fast as you can because you know the the way the game is changing now. You know, everyone got his own style of play. Everyone he's got his own, you know, his like he's, he's all, everyone got his own strength so you, you have to change you, you have to be able to adapt so quickly because you know uh, I mean when, when Paul was world number one I think like we all think the game started to get a little bit physical so you know some players would start to you know find a way to you know kind of break, break that kind of uh, you know that, that, that kind of game uh, and uh, some players you know started getting physically stronger some players started to play Better squash, better accuracy, more accurate. Uh, you know, uh, I think when Ali was the one, like well, when Ali is at the top, you know, players, you know, start to think about ways to break him down. And you know, I think at the moment the men, the men's game is so strong. Like we've we've already had like four uh, or three World Series, uh, World Series uh, tournaments. And I think we had three different winners or four different winners. You know, uh, so this is how strong it is. How, how strong the men's game is at the moment. Uh, even last season, you know, we had like seven World Series events and we've had like six different winners for those seven events. And uh, it just proves that the game as well, you know, changes quickly and you have to be able to adapt. You have to stay uh, strong throughout the season because you have to be stay consistent to have a you know, chance to, you know, if I, if I want to have a chance to break into the top four soon this season, you know, I have to stay consistent. I have to start doing a bit better at those big events and uh, you know it's 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 hard at the moment at the top but 
Um, and that's what makes it enjoyable for everyone at the top. You know, you want to keep learning, you want to keep uh, keep going through the process. Yeah, it's exciting times right now on the men's tour. Like you said, so many. I mean, the top. You're in the top six right now, and uh, you know you you've beaten Diego, I think, earlier this year as well. And and he's playing world class squash. Uh, Asal's playing tremendously well. Your brother is having an exceptional season. Paul Cole still always always going to be a threat to win any tournament and then Ali uh, hopefully he comes back healthy uh, soon uh, but it, it's really exciting times I was just wondering uh, I mean I wanted to ask you just a, another quick question about Rodney uh, I've had him on the podcast recently and I really enjoy chatting with him he's always um, he's all business uh, with me all the time and I enjoy, enjoy that uh, uh, but I'm just wondering on, on the court with you know when you're with him uh, I would imagine He's very much the same way because his expectations, I'm sure, from his players are extremely set, extremely high. You say you have fun in, with him on court and you smile uh, uh, about it, but uh, I guess at at the same time, you know, he's all business, don't you? Of course. I mean, and this is why I came to him, and he knows why I came to him. So, I mean, uh, it's a journey that we both are are in are in this together. And I, I've told him, you know, we we. We're gonna to win together, and we're gonna to lose together. And uh, and uh, he he knows what I want from myself, and you know he wants he he, he knows what I'm aiming for, and he he knows that I wanna I wanna get you know if I can you know I'm trying to get to the top of the rankings, try to win as many world you know as many major titles as possible, and he knows that. So uh, um, yeah, I mean uh, it's it, it's it's hard. He makes me go through those tough sessions, and I go through them and. Uh, it's fun to go through them, especially when both of you are working for, toward the same thing. And uh, uh, he's, uh, you know, he's, he's so motivated, and he's, you know, he's his understanding of the game are quite exceptional. You know, I've spoken to a lot of people that uh, that understand the game, um, uh, that can understand the game. But I think Rodney's ideas are quite unique and are quite different, and uh, he sees it different. And I guess because he was such a good player and he was such a good coach and he's such a good coach at the same time you know I've seen a lot of players who had a great coach career but maybe they, they it didn't work out for them to be the best coaches as well uh, but uh, so that's why I've always thought that Rodney's way of teaching is quite special and it, it helped me helped me a lot so far Mm, absolutely. Uh, I mean, you're playing some tremendous squash. I really enjoy uh, your matches lately, uh, Marwan. And uh, just a, a, I've got a, a bit of a tricky question I want to ask you, but I, I think sure. if you think, uh, you know, I'd like you to, to speak to this. Some of your critics, there are some critics, for, everyone has them uh, out there on social yeah. media. They take issue a little bit with some of the on-court behavior, even Rodney, uh, when I talked to him, uh, I, I said, oh, uh, Marwan's improved in that area. And he said, did you watch the last tournament? Uh, and uh, <laughs> I don't know if you heard that, but uh, how do you view this uh, this part of your game, the mental side? Of it? Is it something you feel uh, you still need to work on or is it a part of your game? And this is important here, in my opinion, is it a part of your game that gives you fuel? And, and sort of helps you to stay focused and aggressive on court. It's, um, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's, I mean, as you said, sometimes it does give him, give me a little bit of, you know, a full on court. But, uh, but, uh, I mean, I, I mean, I don't, I don't really know. I mean, sometimes it's just, uh, 
I mean, to be to be honest, I mean, whenever I prepare myself for a match, you try to prepare for anything. Sometimes you just, uh, I mean, you try to put the tactics, uh, you try to focus on the game, but you know there are some stuff that sometimes it just happen and you just react. I mean, uh, as a player, I've always been an emotional player anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, whether that will change or not, I mean, I I, I really don't know. I mean, I'm, I mean, to be honest, uh, at the end of the, at the end of the day, I mean, I'm trying to win as many matches as possible, and uh, um, and you know, as, as I said, also like when I prepare myself for matches, you know, I just think about the way I want to play and the, the tactics, and you know, sometimes there's just emotions, and you know, it's, it's, some people like to watch that, some people don't mm-hmm. like, you know, but it will always be part of the game anyway. You know, it's it's always been part of the game, and and it will always be part of the game, you know. Whether some players, this is the way they play. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't really think I'm the only player that you know kind of plays that yeah. way. If you think it's a bad way, but uh, uh, but uh, yeah, I, mean, I think most of the guys they've got you know they've got that in them. Some some players they show it. Some players they don't show it. Uh, and as I said, I don't I don't really think I'm the only player that shows emotions and. Uh, uh, and react so to some of the stuff or anything, you know. It's uh, it's uh, you know it's part of the game, and uh, you know you just have to deal with it. You know, you, like sometimes I deal with opponents' emotions, and sometimes uh, that my opponents have to deal with you know with my emotions. It's uh, yeah. uh, it, it is part of the game, but it's not the only part of the game. You know, the most important part is you know the squash itself and. Uh, I see these days a lot of great, great, great squash matches. But I, I, I see, I go into social media and people are only talking, are only, are either criticizing the player or they criticizing the referees or they criticizing the PSA. But I don't, I don't really understand why people stop talking about good squash. I see a lot of high quality men's matches these days, especially. Uh, and people just, as I said, you know, they only find ways to criticize the player. You will, you will, you will always find, <laughs> you will always find anything to criticize the player for, or any successful, or any player, to be honest, or whatever they do. You'll always find things, you know. But sometimes you can just, you know, you know, sit, relax, and enjoy the sport. Uh, there are a lot of things that you can you can enjoy from watching. You know, the physicality, the mentality, the emotions, the the squash itself, the, the, the fast pace that we play in, the intensity that we play in, it's, the sport never seen anything like this before. So, oh, yeah. um, you know, uh, yeah, there are things to criticize, but, you know, people are only looking for the, you know, in a way, the stupid things, you know, uh, to be honest. Uh, uh, at the end of the day, uh, I don't really think us as players, we really care about what those people say because at the end of the day we're so good at what we do we're so successful at what we do we are winners in in life you know uh, and uh, and uh, you know to get to where we all got it took a lot out of us you know it took a lot to be playing the way we're playing to be able to back up matches to be able to back up tournaments you know it takes a lot out of us but uh, you know, it really is the fans' lost loss. It's it's the fans' loss if they don't want to enjoy watching the matches, uh, and they 
they they only waiting to they, the only thing they want to do is criticize the players and the and the, and the referees and the, I mean it's such a hard job to be a sports referee. I mean I, I know I I argue a lot with the referee, but uh, to be honest, at the end of the day, I, I actually have good relationship with all the referees. Believe it or not, um, I believe, and I know I know it's such a hard job for them and at the end of the day there is no right decisions in squash you know there are a lot of decisions that could go either way to be honest and uh, for them to be it's it's a hard job to to do and uh, I I think the last thing they want to do is to go on social media and be criticized because they might it because their opinion the people's opinion might matter to them Uh, it may not I don't think it will it does matter to the players but I think it may matter to the referees so uh, um, I mean, I, I see a lot of criticism to the to the PSA, to the players. I mean, the whole time it's. I just don't think it does the sport any good, really. I mean, uh, I mean, I, I don't really under understand. You know, I mean, I mean, really, I mean, I, I actually see a lot of really, really good, high quality matches. I mean, I've been on tour for quite a while, and I think. A lot of tournaments goes by, and we see some match, some of the best matches that ever. I mean, uh, there is al- always like two, three matches in a season that I say this is the best match, this is the best squash match I've ever seen. But you go on social media, and then you see people criticizing the players or criticizing such a stupid thing they have done in in the match. But it's like, like I don't, I don't really understand. Like, I, I don't really understand sometimes why why there is too much criticism in the sport. That's all. I couldn't agree more with you there. I mean, there's so much uh, excellent squash uh, these days, Marwan. And for case in point, I mean, your match with uh, Mezen was filled with uh, just incredible shot making, incredible squash. I mean, you played uh, wonderfully well there. And then uh, another good example would be the the Asal Diego final, when everyone all they wanted to talk about was uh, the officiating stuff at the at the end of that. Uh, I mean, this is uh, this was such a great match they have played, both of them. Both of Absolutely. them played such a, a great match. I mean, I've watched the whole match. I mean, it, it kind of had everything. It went to five games. Asal had to back up from playing Paul. I mean, the, uh, Diego played the five games with my brother and the, the, the following the day before. I mean, these guys had to go through so much to play in this match and not just go through this event only, the matches in this event only. I mean, these guys have been I mean, away and playing at Singapore the way the like, ten days before, and I mean Diego played a lot of matches this season. Asa played a lot of matches already this season, and and you know to be the way they both of them have been able to push uh, in this match, it, it, it was incredible. I mean, they have given it everything. You know, you have to realize these guys they give everything. You know, they have. So um, the, the match was great. I mean, to be honest, I didn't see much because I was a bit busy. But I mean, I could tell there is so much going on about. You know, one, I mean, one really, I mean, one one point, I mean, and, you know, it, it does happen, you know, like, these things, it does happen in the sport. Uh, um, so, um, I, I'm sure John Mazzarella was sitting there trying to give the best decision possible that he thought at the time, you know, maybe he will look back and thought, oh, well, he's made the decision, but. I think overall he wanted to give the best decision. I mean, at the time, you know, and the sport is so fast, and you have to give sometimes a fast decision. And, and to be honest, we as players, we sometimes, well, we most of the time, we don't really make it so easy for the referees anyway. Yeah. Uh, so it's uh, it is a tough job that they have. I mean, so uh, I actually thought the, ref- the refereeing at the Hong Kong Open wasn't too bad. I thought actually it was much better than a lot of the events that we had. 
Um, that was my person. I thought Singapore actually went quite okay as well in, in terms of refereeing. But look, mistakes in our sport will always happen. It's a truth. And sometimes um, I play my, I play those matches and I get, you know, a lot of terrible decisions. It does happen, you know, and I just have to go by it and live with it, you know. And and, and, and it, the other way happened a few times as well, a lot of times as well. So um, it's, it, this is the way the sport has been and this is the way the sport, will always be you know it will it, it ha- and you have to and to be honest it had improved quite a lot you know since mm. few few years back you know so um, I mean I, I mean I mean say, and to be honest like you guys are like you don't like it when you watch it but for imagine us the players we are the ones that actually have to go through this and for us this is like a you know it actually matters to us, you know. One decisions it can make you be, it can make your world champion. Not like if you've watched the 2006 World Championship final, Gauthier and David Palmer, Greg won this match five times, five mm-hmm. times. You know, I, I, I'm not joking. He won. He could have won. He, that was, you know, Greg lost five final. That was his first final he played, and he lost this final. But he actually won the match five times. He had five match points, and the referee made five bad decisions. That could have made Greg the the winner, and and then he he ended up losing four, five, three, three more finals after that one. Maybe he had the, he would have had the confidence, you know, from from that match, and maybe not, maybe won all five finals he played. So uh, yeah, and that was, you know, that was because of some bad decisions. You know, the referees made the bad calls, made made few bad calls, but I don't, which I don't think it would have happened today, to be honest. Mm. With the yeah, with the video review and everything, that that definitely would have uh, had an impact uh, there. He would exactly. have gotten one of those, right? <laughs> yeah, and the referees are are more consistent now, uh, and uh, a bit more consistent. I, I mean, I, I still think there are way much. I mean, there are definitely room for improvement. Uh, like that, I think the whole you know the whole thing could still really improve, but. And and I'm hoping it. I'm hoping for it to improve as well. But I mean, um, yeah. I mean, again, you know, such a hard job that they have as well. You know, and it's not like there is so much money in our sport to make this much better tomorrow. You know, there there isn't that. I don't. I don't think they get they get paid well. By the way, like, right? Yeah. I, uh, I guess one of the well. other one of the other issues, and perhaps Marwan, I don't know if you'll agree, but uh, uh, the the rules on lets and strokes and different positions on the court and the the move to be a more free-flowing squash uh, has resulted in uh, sort of changes in the way that lets and strokes are interpreted these days. And it just seems like uh, that's causing some confusion for both the players and maybe the officials. It's confusion for the fa- for, for for the fans more actually. Um, it, it I mean for for us we understand it. Uh, the players do understand it. The ref- maybe the referees, some of the referees. Look, I mean there are a lot of good referees. I think the big problem that we have is we don't get those big referees, the best referees out there every event. This is a problem that I think we 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 like like for example, one of the best referees in the world at the moment is Roy Jinjel. You know, Roy Jinjel, I've only seen him in Nantes and I've only seen him in at the Hong Kong Open. You know, for me, uh, I think Roy should have been at every single event since the beginning of the season. You know, he should have been to Qatar. I, I don't really understand why he hasn't been to Qatar. I don't understand why he hasn't been to 
the US Open, I don't understand why he hasn't been to all the other big events. You know, he's only been to a bronze event, which is which was at Nantes and the Hong Kong Open. You know, I, I played nine. I mean, there was other seven, a, a lot of other big events. I don't understand why he wasn't there. If he's the best out there, and we're the best players in the world, get him to every single event. You know, I'm not saying Roy will never have bad matches. He will still make errors. He will still have bad matches. But I think he is one of the best out there, you know, uh, if not the best. So make sure he's there. So I think the PSA just need to make sure he's there at every event, you know. There are, we know, like, the few good referees that are the best and that, you know, they will always be consistently, as con- like, more consistent than other referees. I don't really understand why they are, they don't show up, why the PSA don't ask what make them to come every every event you know uh or most so i'm not saying every event but like at least most most of the events they should be there uh so uh this is a problem i mean we go to some of the events and i don't i don't even under I know some of the referees you know mm-hmm. after that, i haven't seen them before so uh and then i just think it's unfair for the referee to be put in sometimes in that situation you know to be ref, to ref a match that you know like they, they, I don't know, like they still have to learn to be put in that situation, I think, you know. Uh, you just don't put them there straight away. Uh, yeah, I think that's a good so, point you raised, Marwan. I mean, you could have, you know, you've got the referees that, you know, local referees that are at the highest level locally or nationally, but then you should also have someone uh, like a Roy Jinjel who, who's there uh, sort of leading leading the group and leading the way. Uh, for that, yeah, yeah, every exactly, exactly, exactly. I mean, yeah, uh, that's what I think. I mean, Jason Foster as well. I mean, I have only seen him in a couple of events. I mean, why was he not there at every single event? Uh, he's also one of the best referees in the world. I mean, uh, I mean, there are we, we, I mean, not only both, I mean, we have other good referees, but uh, they just they are just not there at every event. They need to be all of them at the at, well, at mo- most of the events. Uh, so, uh, and I think it will just help the players. It will help the fans. It will help. It will help the PSA. It will help everyone. Uh, so I, I, I think this is a solution, and I think it. I, th- I think it. It will. It would be better, you know, um, if we have those referees with us. Absolutely. Um, now we, we. I mean, we could continue talking about referees and stuff for a while, but uh, I want to move on here. Uh, now, do okay. you, uh, obviously, um, Mohammed, uh, your brother, made that made the move uh, uh, and has become a, a citizen of the UK. And without question, uh, obviously, you you supported this without question. Just wondering what your thoughts are and your feelings are on the move, and how proud uh, are you of Mohammed for taking this stand and doing the right thing uh, for himself? I mean. Uh... Yeah, I mean, I mean, of course, very happy for him. He uh, he's definitely very happy. He knows he's he's made the right decision. Um, he's made the right decision for himself. He feels he has a lot of great support from England squash. Uh, I mean, he feels he's got a team behind him now. Uh, you know, so he's uh, he's he's really happy. Uh, you know, we've, you know, we've we've lived in the UK for a, for a ve- for a very long time, and. Uh, and uh, you know, for for him to make a decision like this, you know, it's uh, it, it it was definitely the right decision. It wasn't an easy decision, of course. You know, he it took him a while to take it to make that decision. You know, he he was thinking about it the whole time, and 
you know and we all have had our uh, you know in our family we all had our different opinions you know we kept you know we changed our opinion it was it was a hard decision you know and uh, i'm happy for for him he's made it and uh, it worked out very well for him you know and i'm, I'm really happy that he's made this 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 change you know and uh, and i think he's made the right definitely made the right decision absolutely yeah i was really proud and and i know he's a proud uh He's a proud Briton now, isn't he? He wears the flag. <laughs> wears the flag. He's happy. He's, you know, he's looking forward to representing one of the world teams, I'm sure, and uh, the Europeans. And, uh, you know, he's, he's committed to it. And and, uh, and uh, I think more, important, more importantly, he wants to help, you know, the players coming up and the juniors. And, you know, he wants to bring, you know, you know England, England back at the top. You know, he feels like, uh, you know, like, you know, the players just need some guidance and, uh, uh, eventually, they can, you know, they England can compete again at the top of the game. Now, I, I know you're you're a huge fan of the women's game as well, uh, Marwan. You probably train maybe a little bit, or you've trained a bit with Noran, and you you've seen how things have played out this season with Hanya winning uh, in Hong Kong and Noran playing uh, so consistently and well. And uh, Nor is always going to be uh, to play be playing at the number one level as well. So, what's your take on on the ladies' game? Uh, uh, as you see it now. I, think I'm, I'm, I mean, I think at the top, it's it's amazing to watch, you know. Uh, I mean, uh, as you said, you know, I think the competition right now is so high up, up at the top between the three of them, Nuran and Hania and Noor. I mean, I think, uh, yeah, I mean, it's always it's always so close. I mean, you see the way they have been playing and the matches, they go, you know, 80 minutes plus and, you know, they can play the next day. And, I mean, the intensity is so high and it's such a fast pace and it's actually really, really good to watch, especially especially at the top. You know, it's, I think it's, it's the best I've ever seen. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's it's amazing. And, and the, uh, yeah. I mean, that fine, the semifinal, uh, also the final with Noor, but that semifinal between uh, Hanya and Nor, uh, Noran was amazing. absolutely incredible. Yeah, yeah it, was, it, was such a, it was such a high quality match, I think. Uh, yeah, I think the next day, even with you know, Hany and Cervini, was still a high. I mean, it was a different kind of match, but it was still high quality. And it was 11 9 at the fifth. And it's, uh, you know, you know, matches matches at the top are so close. And, uh, you know, it's, yeah, it's been, uh, it's been, it's been, you know, they, they kind of, even from last season, to be honest, I, I think the quality was, was, was the same at the last season, you know, and uh, I think they're even, you know, playing even better this season now that they have I think now that they have played a lot together and I think uh, you know I think the matches are kind of more exciting and uh, yeah and um, yeah the matches are are, are actually are really good to watch yeah for sure I mean the, the drama and some of those especially with uh, Nor Noran and Hanya uh, last year with, with the ball when uh, <laughs> when Noran hit her with the ball and uh, the, the drama that just uh, but but those are the things that are, are, are actually like I mean when, when you really think about it it's actually good for the sport in a way you know it made oh, you absolutely. look forward for the it made you look forward for the next time they play and uh, and those are the things that you especially in the women's game you've never I mean we've never really seen anything like this before you know where you know like two players who are so competitive and so aggressive and they kind of really want to win you know um, you know, when they play and something like this happened and the drama happened and then, you know, some, you know, social media posts and then people react to them and people say their opinion. Those, you know, those things are are, are good for the sport. Uh, and, um, 
and yeah, it's 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 exciting. And every every time they face, you know, they the quality is always good in terms of squash. The the drama is good. The uh, everything you know about the game, the physicality is amazing, and uh, everything you know that their matches, the the matches that they play, it it has everything you know, and people enjoy watching them and. uh, you know, as I said, the women's game, especially at the top, has been the best. This is the best it's ever been, I think. Yeah, definitely. It brings it back. Uh, I mean, you've got that. I mean, uh, Noran and uh, and Hanya, but also, uh, you know, you got someone like Norel Tayeb and then Norel Sherbini. I mean, those, those girls, uh, whenever they play, there's always uh, an electricity. Yeah, of course, of course. I mean, of course, uh, and uh, of course, even yeah, you know, I mean, Norel Tayeb. Of course, she's had a good season. I mean, coming back from you know having a kid and uh, what she's done is quite incredible to see. You know, uh, I mean. It's, it's unique. It's never happened in the sport. And, you know, she's done so well to get back to the top of the ranking and actually going to any tournament. She's she's a contender now. So uh, to do to be able to do that, you know, it's uh, I've got so much respect for her, you know. And uh, I've, I've always came in, uh, grown up, in, you know, watching Noor because, you know, we're in the same kind of generation. And uh, I think she's done, she's had a very good career as well, you know, and... Uh, and you know she's she's still playing and she's still as I said you know she's still a contender she can win any big event at any time you know she only needs to get it once uh, she only needs to get it right one week in one week you know on one of the weeks so I think she's able to do that. Absolutely. Well, uh, Marwan, uh, I'm really looking forward to next year and uh, watching you continue uh, your progress, your development. You're number six in the world right now. You're moving up, and I know uh, next year is going to be a really good one for you, my friend. Uh, appreciate Thanks, your time Gary. today. Happy birthday yeah. to your mother, and uh, let's keep let's do it again soon. Yes, yes, of course, Gary. Man, anytime, and I always enjoy talking to you. And thanks for having me here again. And I'm sure we'll we'll, we'll have another one soon. Many thanks to you all for listening, and of course, many thanks to the Jackal Marwan Al Shabagi, an absolute legend. Again, this is his uh, third appearance. Love speaking to him because he just uh, he always tells it like it is. And uh, we had a tremendous chat today. Uh, on the podcast, we have one more ep till the end of the year. And I'm going to drop that one in a few days' time. I don't want to, uh, to jinx it, so I won't mention who it is with. But it's someone I would feel yeah, this episode's highly relevant. High, it's very timely. And a great way to end the year. Uh, it'll be on a, on a real high note, I would say. So that'll be coming up in a few days' time. In the meantime, happy holidays to you all. And uh, try to get out there on court a few times during the holiday season. It's a great way to work off that holiday season pudding. I'm planning on getting out a few times this week. I've uh, indulged a little bit. I uh, did so today. So need to get out there. Get out there for a good, uh, good hard session. So I hope you uh, have the opportunity to do the same. Have some fun out there on the court. Have some fun with your family during the holiday season with your friends. And uh, the pod will be back in the new year. But don't forget one more episode before the end of the year. So stay tuned for that. Take care. Goodbye now.